Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 47 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I get to sit down, open my ears, and listen to my guest, Lorelai, founder and creator of of Listen Bar. It is a booze-free pop-up bar that happens once a month in New York City. Lorelai is so amazing and she brings her story, her experience, and wisdom to us. The word for this episode is inclusive and that is how I felt listening to Lorelai's story and her journey to open and create Listen Bar. So, Get ready to open your ears and take a listen. Let's go. I am so excited and proud to announce that my very first book, Save Your Own Damn Life, is now available on Amazon. If you're looking for a book to light a fire under your ass, to take action, to do-it-yourself self-help book, this is for you. Well, what the hell is a do-it-yourself self-help book? Well, I'm glad you asked. Through this book, it is a hybrid of self-help and a workbook. You have places to write things down. You have questions to answer. I give you the framework and you, my friend, fill it up with your own personal experiences, your own hopes, dreams, goals for you to step into. This is not a book you read and put back on the shelf. This is a book to document your journey. This is a book of action. If you are looking to improve your life, override your self-doubt, live a life you are proud of, cultivate fulfilling relationships, build an endless source of confidence, learn to love your job and career, and if you're ready to take action, this is for you. I will give you the cheat codes to living a happy, healthy, productive life filled with love. Now remember, I'm not just making this up. 
I have actually done this myself. Through these four commitments, I myself have changed and saved my own damn life. So I say to you, anything I can do, you can do too. Grab the book on Amazon today. All right, listen up. It is Lorelai. How are you? Hi, Jessica. Really nice to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, you know, your your concept Listen Bar has really got a lot of mo- momentum behind it. And it's been in the news and press. And I'm so excited to learn more about you and how Listen Bar came to be. So cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm very, very excited. I'm, I'm taking it all in stride. So yay. yeah, happy to tell you. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just jump right into it. Like, where are you from? Where did you grow up? What kind of got you on the path to Listen Bar? Okay. Well, we can we can go deep. Um, oh, yeah. Give so, it to me. We yeah, love it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm from Romania, born oh, wow. and raised. Yeah, you wouldn't hear it in my accent, but um, it's, uh Yeah. Born and raised, came to the States for college. Um, okay. Sounded pretty much like this when I was living in Romania, too. So uh, mis- misleadingly, uh, misleadingly American. Um, but yeah, so you can imagine that that um, was a very different experience. Um, and in some ways, you know, it's that effect of like when you look behind you, like all of the dots connect. So I've mm. been able to look back on all of these random things that I now know about, about my background. Um, and, you know, it turns out that like my grandpa, who, um, who I'm named after, mm. Jorge, um, he, uh, he was like the life of the party and he hardly ever drank. Um, so it was a really funny thing to hear that. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, you know, it, like, this is not exactly a path that, uh, you know, I felt I was on for a long time. In some ways, it kind of surprised me. But um, then I looked back, I was like, Oh, of course, this is what I'm doing. Like, you know, in Romania, we were the family that had the dope sound system and like, <laughs> would, would throw the, the school parties because we lived on the same street as the school. Um, and so I was always kind of in, in this very um, jovial party environment um in romania we party really early so we i was going to like clubs from like eighth grade what? um yeah <laughs> yeah and like yeah. you know my parents were like the cool parents who let me stay out as late as i wanted to and like yeah they were always like the last ones picking me up from the party um it was it was always kind of a, a fun thing um, cause my, my classmates were sometimes jealous that their parents didn't give them as much freedom. Um, but yeah, so, you know, in a sense it was like, it was all already there. Um, and I even look back on some of the clubs that I was going to in high school that played such a formative part in like what it meant for me to see community mm. and what it meant for me to see, um, like culture, like 
I would feed off of, you know, like the music that was played on this one in this one club in Bucharest when I was in high school. And it was the introduction to a whole nother world. Mm. Um, what, so, what kind of music um, was it? Oh my God. It was, it was really dope stuff. And it was from all over. It would be like electronic music mixed with underground hip hop mixed with, um, Brazilian music from the seventies. Um, and like, yeah, just all this amazing stuff. Um, and it's funny because a lot of people who were around in Bucharest at the time will know this legendary club called the web club and like anyone who knows is immediately like, Oh, those <laughs> were the days. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you know, so anyway, always been, always been a big kind of like, um, I don't know, like fun loving people, loving mm-hmm. out loving person. And, um, what happened that I guess was the real sort of, pivot moment into listen bar was that five years ago I got a challenge to take a month off of drinking. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, this came from a friend who I really admire. It was part of, um, part of a series of birthday challenges. Um, and this came from, from my friend who never really drinks and he, he, was the one who in college I would kind of um peer pressure sometimes be like, come on, just try it. Um so <laughs> he kind of flips it on me with this challenge and I went into it like, hmm, okay, I don't know what this is gonna teach me about life, whatever, but I'll I'll prove you. I'll prove you I can do it. So I had this kind of like um, you know, feisty and somewhat counterproductive attitude going into it. And um, man, it was just such a, such a lovely moment of allowing myself to be wrong mm. and, uh, you know, really like going through this experience, um, and being able to see the blind spots that I had in place where, wow. you know, I, I, I often refer to the mindset that I've that I'm cultivating in myself and that I like to be surrounded by as a mindset of drink optional. Mm, Okay. To, um, if I had heard that phrase probably before doing the challenge, I would have said, yeah, my drinking is optional. Like no one's making me drink. It's just that I choose to drink. Um, And what I realized in actually taking the month off was that so often I was actually just drinking by default because it was the only way that I knew how to be in these environments. And, you know, like so often it was related to something completely different and like sometimes really like menial, like wanting to have something in your hand or like you know, it turns out that I'm a really fast drinker. So, like sometimes I just like to like take a sip of something, you know, like as I'm talking. And mm-hmm. when I took that month off, I realized that it was never really about the alcohol in those drinks um, for the most part, but that that alcohol was just a byproduct of the environments that I was seeking out and like, the, you know, like the spaces that I was inhabiting that the only way that I knew how to, you know, uh, punctuate my conversations was, Mm. um, was with that, um, 
was with that extra sip and it wasn't necessarily always serving me. Like I definitely had my share of hangovers and, you know, awkward moments. And I, I just realized when I took that month off, like, wow, I, I actually discovered myself in these spaces more like extroverted and like uninhibited than I would have expected. And I'm feeling really good, you know, like this really nice. Um, and you know, I, I feel like this is something that I have to constantly mediate for everyone else around me because one of the things that comes up is like people around you being judged. So I would sometimes hmm. say, like, oh my God, yeah, like can't wait for this month to be over. Like, oh yeah, like I really, you know, it's just this challenge I'm doing. But like inside, I was actually really like into being in those spaces without having to like drink along with everybody else. Um, and so basically what that sparked was A, just like it planted a little seed. You know, at the end of that mm-hmm. month, I went back to drinking um, and I still identify as someone who drinks whenever she wants to. But exactly. that little seed kind of grew and grew into where I became increasingly comfortable with choosing not to. And then mm. over the next few years, I would say now my preference is typically to go out and not drink, not because of any challenge or restriction, but because right. I've kind of allowed myself to figure out like what works best for me, what feels best for me, and how can I really enjoy myself the most. And sometimes, yeah. you know, like not just sometimes, but oftentimes alcohol isn't a part of that. And, you know, it's something that I would have never realized if I hadn't made space for it. Um, and so that's really what, you know, while you know, why do we, why do we propose a drink optional culture when we don't have any alcohol on, um, on the menu? You know, it's because like the drink by default culture is so strong that you kind of need to have spaces that, you know, actively pull out of that current so yes. that you can even realize, you know, how strong the current is. Yeah. Oh my God. I love how you explain that. And it's so, it's so true. You know, it's, 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 you're, I'm not going to say like, well, yeah, it is. You're kind of, um, you're definitely judged for not drinking and you're not, not judged for drinking. It's like (laughs) the weirdest thing ever. Like it's normal to, to tip back a six pack. And, you know, be a drunk idiot. That is normal. That is like part of our growing up or like, oh, he's a man now. Like he can handle his alcohol. Like what? It's it's so funny. Like all these, these norms. You know, yeah, it's kind of funny, right? Like the things that we we do or don't judge, like even when we don't realize it, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. I guess to me, the point is never to judge something new, you know, like I'm not saying like, Hey, you know, let's celebrate not drinking and like judge the shit out of drinking, you know, like I exactly like the same thing. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, like judging one choice is 
is like the way I think it's more about like creating opportunity to um to self-evaluate you know because you're you're your own individual you know but right now when you're kind of existing in a current that like you said has some like twisted notions of like what is normal um you know like it it takes like kind of stepping out of it a little bit because right now the choice not to drink is the choice that has been kind of um you know hidden almost in culture you mm-hmm. know and it's been made into this like strange other thing that you know requires explanation um yeah. and so my tr- my my issue is never to like cast judgment on drinking and it's always just to, like raise the choice not to drink because that's the choice that doesn't stand on a pedestal in culture right now and that we're kind of just lifting up together and quite a few of us, you know, but it's still um, in terms of like the dominant mindset, you know, there's still so many people who would ask like, why would you have a bar without booze when you could have a bar with booze? (laughs) You know, like that's kind of where the general consensus is at. So I'm, I'm more into lifting that option because it lifts, it lifts people along with it. You know, it like, it empowers a person who's going to make the choice not to drink. And that person will often be me. So, so, um, I'm, I'm all about like, kind of putting the spotlight um, on it versus like, you know, casting shade. So just wanted yeah. to pause. Yeah. I mean, and, and saying that, like listening to you, a word that pops into my mind is inclusive. Totally. Like, just making all these options inclusive and, and, and including everyone in this. Thank you. Um, yeah. That is a core value for us. And I think, you know, it, it's also from recognizing that like everything is ever changing, even within ourselves. So like who I was five years ago before taking that challenge, um, and kind of like what, you know, what my attitudes were at the time and who I am right now and who I've been in between, like it's, it's all it's all good you know you can be you can be a skeptic you can be a naysayer you know mm-hmm. you might wherever you're at it doesn't doesn't mean that's where you're going to stay forever and it also doesn't mean like you know like you can only move one way you know yeah. like you you can choose to take breaks and then choose to drink and i think a lot of times you know um in this world like it's kind of like non-drinkers and then everybody else and there's yeah. all of these specific rules you have to belong to with non-drinking and there can be a sense of righteousness to it and like a sense of like doing it right and doing it wrong and i feel like it would just like put so much pressure on someone to even feel like they're okay to like be a part of listen bar if if that was like you know like kind of the expectation we had of people like when they walk through the door um and i'm much more interested in being a place that like really makes it okay like all we're telling you is like there's no alcohol here like don't be a jerk and bring in alcohol because you're ruining it from for everybody (laughs) you know yeah at that point like come on i get i get rule breaking but so far it hasn't um you know 
It's it's just funny. Like when you set a rule, the first thing people want to do is break it. So I get yes. that. Yes. <laughs> but you know, we we try we try to just kind of remind people that like it's for everybody else. Like you came to be a part of this with everyone else who doesn't really find a space without alcohol like so right. easily and so readily. But beyond that, like there's really no expectation of of mindset you know there's really like mm -hmm. you you can you can come in ready to hate and we will still smile at you and pour you a drink and like want you to be there you know <laughs> oh my god i love that <laughs> <laughs> well. yeah i mean it's it sounds like you're creating a, an experience i wouldn't like when i wouldn't think it would be a rule it sounds more of an experience to me yeah yeah also, mm -hmm. rules are cool. I think rules are great. Boundaries are great. So, yeah. um, you know, as long as long as there's freedom within the rule, and I think in our case, like <laughs> freedom is one thing we offer in spades, um, and that and that's something that I hear all the time. Um, it's mm. something that, um, you know, I think is what makes people come and come back. You know, it's a sense right. of. Um, and it's not even something that we offer alone, you know, it's something that like everyone creates and it's kind of hard to like explain or predict until you've experienced it. And then you're like, wow, like, yeah, like I feel really comfortable here and everyone's super great. So yeah, yeah um, you know, I think that the sounds like a good time to be. Yeah. The rule works for our benefit. Yeah, absolutely. So what, like, how did this kind of come to fruition? Like you've, you've done this challenge. Like when did you decide like, Oh, I'm going to do a bar. Like, yeah. What was the thought process behind that? Um, well, um, before, before I started listen bar, I was working in, um, innovation and there's this okay. concept of design thinking in that world where, um, you really focus on, um, you really focus on a, a human need, on a truth, um, and you kind of build everything out from there. Um, and, you know, a lot of times that's used to like develop products, developed experiences, but I was really into the idea of, um, you know, building an entire business around it and like having that as like rippling through every business practice and, you know, um, but it kind of has to start from like a real place of empathy and understanding. And mm -hmm. so as I was, you know, spending more time going out without drinking, I kind of, you know, became aware of all of the pieces of the experience that were broken when you put mm. yourself in my shoe, you know, and like all okay. of the pieces that were ultimately also like, great and like that kept me going out and like kept me coming back and like what are the things that I'm really craving like oh I just want like cool nightlife and like dim lighting and like good music and like that whole kind of casual feeling of like you're walking in somewhere and you don't know if you're walking out in half an hour or like five hours and like right. that kind of like New York magic bar like who knows kind of feeling um and um but then I was noticing the other places the experience was broken, like, oh, my God, like, 
these drinks are terrible. They have nothing for me. Um, you know, it's all mm-hmm. sugar and boring. And then there's the attitude of like, oh, um, you know, are you sure you want that one? Or like, you know, that there's no alcohol in this and, you know, like kind of right. being dismissed in a way as though it's not, you know, and I get it, you know, like bartenders have probably had people make mistakes and they're trying to, um, you know, come from a place of ensuring they deliver customer service at their best. Sometimes they are being dicks and dismissive, but it's never, like, <laughs> it's never like, oh, cool. That's one of our best drinks. And it doesn't even have alcohol in it. You know, like you can, mm-hmm. you can deliver the information in a few different ways that there aren't like, are you sure about this? Um, yeah. And then it's every oh my God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, there's everyone else at the bar who starts like, you know, feeling like, are you judging them for drinking? Or like they have to explain themselves or they're gonna ask you why you're not drinking. Um, and it just like becomes this like weird like grenade that you tossed into the room by not drinking. And obviously, like the more I do it, the more I've kind of become so confident and comfortable with it that I kind of set this, you know, like the tone is very different now than maybe it was five years ago. Um, but yeah. I still noticed that like this was emotional labor that I needed to be doing just in order to enjoy a night out in a different way from everyone around me. And like, oh my God, imagine if, I was in a space where like everyone else was on the same page. And imagine if I was in a space that had like amazing drink menus, like specifically built around, you know, not drinking versus like cobbled together or like substituted or like removed. Right. Um, you know, right, right, right. And imagine, you know, the other piece, like why we're called Listen Bar is like, um, you know, <laughs> I always wanted like a place like Cheers where, where like people actually know <laughs> you, but I'm always like having such a hard time connecting with bartenders. Like I'm sure I'm, I'm struggling to get seen, you know, when I'm placing a order. And, um, and there's never like a comfortable icebreaker. I don't know. I guess maybe the okay. bartenders, I need to go to bars with better bartenders. I know, I know. Um, but it just made me feel <laughs> like, what if, um, what if there's a different icebreaker aside from just what are you drinking? And what if said, mm. you know, there's an expectation that we can talk about something we're all into that we're actually there for. Um, and so that's how, mm. that's how music became sort of the center of Listen Bar. And so at our, at Listen Bar, like all of the bartenders are musicians and they are, cool. out, yeah, they're picking out the playlist and they get to show off their music. They get to show their tastes and like their weird next door neighbor. Um, and the idea is that you could always have that icebreaker, you know, of like, hey, like, what band are you in? Or like, you know, like, what's yeah. the song that's playing? And if you see someone across the bar, you can start a conversation there. You can start by like, you know, what do you think of this song? Um, and I think that's such a nice way to to bring people together and to like have something that isn't just like 
taking something off the menu, but also like bringing something in and like bringing people together around it. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. That sounds so cool. I love that. I mean, it's kind of like taking the pressure off yourself to like start conversations or like come up with a topic or, you know, like, how do I get someone's attention or how, like, I feel like most of us are kind of in our own heads, (laughs) especially, especially meeting like new people and you're at a bar and it's like, and, 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 and it's, it's nice to kind of like ground down and have that as a topic of conversation. I'm so glad you think so. Yeah. And other people are are right there ready and willing to receive that. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of just like expect everyone to on some level be on the same page, you know, of, um, you know, at least being curious. So that's cool. So what kind of music is, is playing at the bar? Oh my gosh. Um, well, there's always sort of like a, a, like, rowdiness threshold i would say that like the <laughs> so okay. we have really fun bartenders and they're definitely part of like why listen bar is this really like um like fun space to be in and so they they play yeah. a lot of um like pop and r&b and like you know whatever whatever they're like super into that week um, and it's always a good mix of like, you know, coming in to listen to a bunch of songs you haven't heard or then like being like, oh, my God, yes, this is like the, you know, this is the one that the whole bar can like 
cheer on to together and like it's right accessible in that way but it's a good it's a good mix as long as long as it's like groovy and like i don't know has a bit of a like pump up feel to it. that's kind of that's kind of the vibe yeah i mean ener- uh music in itself is such a strong energy like it can make or break an, an experience i mean i know that as a dj for over 10 years you know, music is very powerful and it, it creates an energy. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Totally. So that's, totally. Yeah, it's, it's very important. There's this like, this funny like meme or whatever. And it was like from my old like club promo- promoting days. And it's like people in the industry fighting over who they think is better. And, you know, of course, the promoter thinks they're better and the club owner thinks they're better. The bartender thinks they're more important. And then the DJ comes and just turns down the music and is like, really? Who do you think is better now? And it just, it, I mean, music can bring people together. It's so, it's so true. Agreed. That, that, that was really funny. Fun. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like in your case for Listen Bar, all pieces are are moving. Everyone helps each other. Everyone comes together to create this, you know, well oiled machine. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the. I think that that's kind of what happens. Like when when you're building from a place of purpose, like you start to see how like different different pieces can be in service of each other while being in service to themselves because you know Mm -hmm. part of it was like oh my friends who are musicians um are working bartending gigs to make rent but it doesn't help their careers you know like right what if there was a place where it was actually like a new way for them to interact with their community and like it helps like you know um handle sort of like the the basic the basic uh you know like job thing but like helps kind of feed their soul a little bit too you know 
Yeah. Because it, it feels so cool when you like play your song and like everyone is dancing and like, you know, you see, you see yourself. I think that's the other part of it too, is that like so often in service industry jobs, um, you're kind of, um, only seen as providing that service. And so mm -hmm. what I'm really proud, really, really proud of is um, cultivating a space where so often, like, you know, I see people really seeing each other, like as humans and like, um, you know, people will come in as guests to the bar and like really connect with our bartenders, not just for being like, fun loving conversation partners but for seeing them as artists and that's mm. something that i'm really happy really like stoked because it was it was like putting all the pieces together and then like seeing people really respond and step into it like that was just the mm -hmm. greatest satisfaction yeah oh that's great so where where is lesson bar Listen Bar is in New York City. Um, mm -hmm. We are at 3 Bleecker Street at Bleecker and Bowery in Manhattan. And we are only open one night every month. Um, okay. So we're downstairs. Uh, it's like a, a groovy little basement vibe. And um, yeah, we're, we're in, oh my God, it's so funny. Yeah, we're in um the basement of Vaughn Bar where, <laughs> where a lot of people typically say oh my god I've had so many like crazy drunken nights there so um, <laughs> it's really funny because Vaughn is still like kind of this like East Village Nolita institution you know in that in that part of the Bowery and it's yeah. cool to kind of have the like cheering us on and um yeah really being amazing to us so um you know it's a mix of the the old world and the new yeah it's so nice that you were able to provide that option to the customers too it's like it doesn't have to just be haunted with bad memories yeah. and hangovers <laughs> <laughs> you can come and turn over a new leaf in the basement <laughs> yes yes you can or you can you know, I know this is a sober, it's a sober podcast, but I'm like, or if you want to come through, start here, end with tequila shots at the end of the night. Cool. Like, no, there's always no judgment, whichever, whichever side of the coin you fall on, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so when, how can people find out like what day of the month this is happening? Um, so there's, uh, there's a newsletter, um, on our mm -hmm. website, which is www.listen.bar because we're cool okay. with that. Um, yeah. or com is so <laughs> it's a real economy of characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, optimal typing speed. Um, so yeah, um, we send out the newsletter. I think we've posted the calendar um on our website for um for the upcoming dates um okay. through the rest of the year um and yeah then the site gets updated when when tickets go live so you can sign up for the newsletter to find out when that is and um if you want to get tickets a day early 
um, we mm-hmm. send out a special insider mailing to everyone who backs our crowdfunding campaign. Um, oh. Yeah. So then get you the get the VIP. Yes. Then you get the early, early access. Um, and yeah, it's been amazing. Our events are just really, really, like you said, growing in momentum. And, um, yeah, people come and come back and bring friends. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun party. Our, let's see, we had, (laughs) we had a speed dating event recently. Um, um, it sold out in less than 24 hours, which is a personal record. Yes. That is incredible. Yeah. That is amazing. I, you know what? I always get asked how to meet people like sober or like not drinking, but just in a different kind of atmosphere. Um, you know, not just like sloshy drunk at a bar and making, you know, possibly some regrets. Um, but that sounds like a, such a great option. Are you going to do another one? Um, definitely. Right now, it's gonna okay. be it's gonna be for next year. Our calendar for the year's book. But honestly, whenever whenever we do, like, oh, our Valentine's Day event was such a hit. Like, whenever we do dating stuff, people really love it. So, I yeah. think New York is a more yeah. romantic city than you think. And yes, um, yeah, there are a shit ton of people who are down to hang. Um, but you know, yeah. it can be so, so funny, like maybe in other environments feeling like that makes you like the odd one out. But, um, mm-hmm. it's a really nice feeling when you're in a room full of people who are like, yeah, down, let's do this. So it's fun. Yeah. I mean, the dating thing that, that I'm telling you, like that is a huge <laughs> market, sober dating or alcohol free dating. Like, yes. <laughs> Please do more events like that. <laughs> and can you bring them to the West Coast? Can we talk about that? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Um, so, yeah. you know, definitely. Well, the answer is yes. Um, the question okay, good. is when, you know. Yeah. So, um, so right now, you know, we have we have our events planned out through the rest of the year um, in New York. Um there's a chance, there's a chance something out West might happen, but uh, don't want to get anyone's hopes up. I would say, um, you know, we're also really focused on our first like brick and mortar every night um, space, which is going to be in New York. Um, But I have a huge appetite for, um, for bringing the love out West. So, um, you know, you know, there, I've had like certain people approach me in cities being like, we will, you know, we will fund like a party, like cover the travel cause, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you know, if we can, if we can break, if we can like make the timing happen, like, yeah, cool, let's talk. It's, you know, it's a lot of, we're, we're very deliberate with like a lot of what we do. Um, so if we mm-hmm. were to come, we would want to do it right and like really plan it out. Um, but it's always fun, you know, to see like what parts of the country we're getting love for. I'm always, I'm always reading on our crowdfunding page, like people writing us notes from like here and from there and like, you know, it makes me see like, oh, wow, like, okay, okay, there's like a whole community ready for us there. And so that's, yeah, that's a really nice thing to see, because I, you know, 
I think it's so it's so much fun, especially like the fact that we're, you know, um, staffed by all like musicians. So um, uh, a listen bar yeah. would just um, be a blast. But um, it'll it'll be a minute West Coast, most likely, <laughs> unless something really exciting happens, in which case you will hear about it. OK, OK. Well, I want to be the first to know. So keep me in the loop. Um, I, I just find that so exciting and, and very magical that people are willing to, you know, front the bill and, and fly you out. Like that says a lot about you that you're doing something right. Does that, does that feel the same for you? Like, do you feel Thank you. a little bit of validation from that? <laughs> oh my God. I freak out. I'm such a, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it makes me, it makes me so happy. Um, and you know, it's also like such a precious thing for people to like be excited about you and like want to, um, you know, like entrust their experience in you. So I take, I take Mm -hmm. it very, I take it very seriously and I, and I take it with a lot of joy. Um, and you know, obviously when, when, when that, when those stars aligned, I'm very, I'm very excited for what that's going to feel like. Um, cause we've, we've hopped around so far. Our proof of concept was in, uh, was in Brooklyn and Williamsburg. Um, okay. he's all right for anyone who's, uh, who's a local and, um, you know, now, now we're in Manhattan, like right by like the Bowery electric and it's, um, it's really fun. It's really fun to like open up to new people and like feel the vibes of a different neighborhood. And I think we've been we've been very lucky to soak up like some really good vibes wherever we go. And I'm, I'm going to uh, new Orleans next week to host a panel. <gasps> uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. There's this really incredible, I mean, okay. Humble brag, not so humble. It's the biggest <laughs> deal in like the cocktail industry. It's this conference called tales of the cocktail. And okay. You know, as someone who's still who's still sort of um, catching her breath in the cocktail world and like coming in uh, in many ways as an outsider, it's so incredible to have been embraced and recognized and to see like my work and like the work that I'm showcasing having an impact on the industry. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. If you're in New Orleans, come to the panel. It's on Wednesday um wednesday july 21st no wait i'm making that up hold on i'm giving false information um (laughs) it is it is on wednesday july 17th okay that's there we go there we go it's from 1 30 to 2 30 p.m at the new orleans athletic club it is free so even if you're not like a conference attendee um there's there's um a lot of free programming that's non-alcoholic and it's open to the entire uh, new orleans community thanks to the tales of the cocktail foundation so i'm really proud to to be a part of it that is so, so cool. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I realized I didn't even tell you the name. It's called Happily Ever Awkward. And um, 
it's about hacking awkwardness for a more awesome life so that alcohol doesn't have to be sort of the the only shortcut on the menu and sometimes you know you actually embrace the awkwardness to get to the to the juicy parts um and I'm- oh, I, that is amazing that is like the best name ever <laughs> thanks thanks yeah that's um, great Jack McGarry, who um, created a drink for our menu, he is a sober mixologist. He's three years sober, and he is the owner of the Dead Rabbit, um, which is aka the best bar in the world. It's like the most incredibly awarded, and he's been awarded like everything under the sun. So um, he's wow. very legendary. Um, our drink, our drink from him is called Mia Houseplant. It's so so yummy. Um, Yum. And then it's uh, Sada Simone, who um, is my favorite. He's um, just this like joyful, exuberant human who's also like a, a meditation expert and a, a meditation coach for a lot of celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. And he's one of those people where I'm like, just just follow him on Instagram. It will it will put like good, good vibes into your life. And he's, he's a very kind of like human tonic person that I'm excited to be around. Um, he will be so they're going to be my co panelists. And um, Sa is also going to be doing something really fun at our next uh, listen bar event, um, the week after, which is July 24th. Ooh. Um, yeah, we've got we've got uh, a modern wellness theme, and we're gonna get really groovy okay. with it, and not like the so, <laughs> not the so classic wellness way you expect. But yeah, it's okay, super fun. <laughs> um, oh my god, I think I need to come, come to New York. But I've already like I've said too much. <laughs> I guess you're just going to have to show up and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Right? Well, you'll have to buy just a ticket. come on down. And if you have yep. a ticket, then you will have to make it and find out. Oh, my God. Amazing. Now I really want to go to New York. Ugh. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> I'm, really proud. I'm really proud when that happens. Today, like, someone commented <gasps> that they want to, like, fly, fly with their friend for just, like, a one-night trip. And, like, yeah. this is... This is what love feels like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's the commitment right there. Right. Holy cow. You know yeah. you're doing something right when you have people flying in for your events. Seriously. Amazing. It's next level. It feels mm-hmm. it feels incredible. I'm very, very yeah. grateful and full of love. That's so sweet. Okay, one more question for you. What is your favorite mocktail? Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. well, it's a good thing. Put you on the can, spot. It's a good thing that we can curse on this, on this podcast <laughs> um, because it is decidedly a not safe for work title, um, drink and it okay. would be spicy titties. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. What is in that? Um, it is our, it is our mix of like, jalapeno um cilantro grapefruit haritos lime it's it's a very kind of like tart refreshing with a kick um Mm. and it you know it's a party drink basically like it is um it's funny because we've served them at a few like um 
at a few events, like at the Strand or like New York Fashion Week, and we had people be like, mm, I can't have another. Like, this one's really getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been, it's been really, really funny. Um, because people just kind of assume that like that kick kind of comes with a certain buzziness and, you know, like plus right. is a powerful force. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> that, that one is my favorite. Um, we call them alcohol free cocktails. We okay. are part of the, um, you know, boo mocktail movement. And I think it's funny because in some ways like, Oh, like that's the word people know, like, alcohol free does that mean like it's free alcohol so you know cocktail is <laughs> great. like do you do you like can you still call it a cocktail without alcohol there's all of these like little landmines in the world of like what do you call drinks with no alcohol in them um yeah but to me it's really about a few things like all of our cocktails are created by really incredible mixologists who understand the craft of an incredibly mm -hmm. well-built cocktail and mm -hmm. from from the experience of menu development i can assure you that it is infinitely like more complex to create a great alcohol-free cocktail than a boozy one alcohol is actually yeah. a very forgiving ingredient um so you know we call them cocktails based on the level of craft that goes into who makes them and, you know, like the people involved who really know that world. Um, okay. Secondly, you know, I think of alcohol free when I hear non-alcoholic or mocktail, it's about like kind of taking something away. It's a restriction, you know, mm. versus a choice and a preference. Um, it kind of like okay. has this like negative built into it versus when you say alcohol free, it is sort of a, a liberation of something. And for me, you know, when I choose it, I know it's because it comes from a choice, you know, it comes from right. um, like what I would actually prefer rather than what I'm being restricted to. Um, right. So that's that's why you know it was um it was a deliberate choice plus it's really fun because you can have our listen bar menu that says like all drinks alcohol free and then it's like cocktail and beers and bottles and like you know it's just like a very familiar kind of friendly experience once you're once you're on board with that it's like all oh, right like in some ways this is um almost like an ideal bar when when the preference is not to drink yeah wow okay thank you for opening my view to that <laughs> i always just kind of i always kind of just default to um mocktails or you know non-alcoholic but that makes sense to me like that that explanation really broaden my horizon so thank you oh wow i appreciate thank that thank you for saying so i mean yeah we'll we'll know what you're saying we'll we might we might yeah. nudge towards certain words but you know yes there's no words are very important <laughs> um yeah so, yay thank you glad glad that no, and I, yeah i really um i really mean that because words are very very important to me 
to me, you know, because they can be interpreted in so many different ways. And the way you explained that to me was very like, oh, yeah, like I got that. Like that just clicked. <laughs> yeah, of course. Cool. cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> See, you learn something new every day. Oh, well, it's you, great. You, came, you came with good questions. So, you know, you came with the nice <laughs> How How does things start? I'm a curious cat. I just like to know. Cool. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I, I feel like this has been incredibly fun. It's good to have boundaries because this could very easily be like a three hour conversation. Like we can talk about it, so many things. It absolutely can. And they usually can't like can draw out into that. But I'm not going to keep you here for three hours. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> well, come through, come through. Um, when when yes. you're in New York, and we'll 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 keep the conversation going. I would love that. Yeah, I just need to like maybe I need to get sponsored by like an airline so I can do like like a sober girl tour and do go to the, all these events and pop ups. Like I've committed myself to going to Nashville. I don't know okay. how I'm going to get to Nashville, but. Maybe you know, Virgin, maybe we'll Virgin figure it will out. hook you up. You know, they've been doing really cool stuff with seed lips. So we, we can oh. eat seed lips. So um, we're, we're always checking out all the great things that they're doing. So, yeah, I think they just cool. had the first, vir like, all Virgin, Virgin Flay. I don't know. Anyway, shout out Seed Lip. You guys are great. We'll Interesting. Yes. Love Seed Lip. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you go, but thank you so, so much for giving us your knowledge, your experience, and telling us all about Listen Bar. And just hit us one more time again with your website and where we can find you. Yay. Um, if you want to find me specifically, I'm on Instagram at Listen Lorelei, L O R E L E I. And then if you want to come to Listen Bar, um, we are www.listen.bar. Um, and you can subscribe for our newsletter. And we're at Listen Bar on Instagram. And um, yeah, we keep, it, we keep it pretty fun. So you'll only hear about good things. Amazing. Amazing. Thank yes. you so, so much. Thank you. Really, really nice talking to you. And I hope um, whoever is listening got something good out of it. It was a real pleasure. The pleasure was all ours. If you're ever in New York or the New York area, make sure to swing by Listen Bar and say hello to Lorelai. As always, thank you so much for your love and support. Couldn't do this without you. Make sure to like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. Love to hear your feedback and comments. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girl's Guide. And don't forget about the blog. Don't sleep on the blog, my friends. It is your one-stop shop for all things recovery and sobriety. Head over to asobergirlsguide.com. If you are longing for more connection, face-to-face -face connection, do I have the group for you. Group coaching is starting up again in August and we want you. Join our group of kick-ass women who are ready to rock their recovery. Head over to asobergirlsguide.com backslash coaching for more information and to sign up today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day.